Good afternoon, sports fans, and welcome to episode three of Sun Knows Best. Sitting here alongside me is my beautiful daughter, Hester Grace, and so we will have, uh, at the conclusion of this podcast, we will have the entire family that has been on the Sun Knows Best podcast. So we are uh, getting near the end of school, Hester Grace. I know you're super excited about that. Yeah, very. Very excited. And so uh, we've wrapped up dance as well for mm-hmm. regionals. Yeah. And now y'all are getting ready for nationals here in a couple weeks. And recital. And recital. That's right. Yep, we got recital first. So uh, it's, a, it's a pretty fun time right now. You only have, what, seven days of school left? Mm-hmm. And uh, we got a, a long weekend that we started today, mm-hmm. Memorial Day weekend, kind of the official kickoff of summer. Yeah. So, Esther Grace, uh, you know, you just turned 12 in December, mm-hmm. and the spring always seems like it's a busy time in our family. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's probably the most busiest other than Christmas. It's probably the most busiest with dance and sports with Eli, and now he's you know, in an injury, sort of. Yeah, um, yeah. He's almost done recovering from that. Yeah, so it's definitely very busy. Yeah, so, um, you know, it's a, a lot of practices and a lot of competitions and just crazy schedules, and then you throw my travel schedule in there for work, yeah. and it's uh, mm-hmm. it's pretty busy. Mm-hmm. So, Hester Grace, um, we, we mentioned everybody you're 12. Yeah. We mentioned everybody that you like to dance. Yeah. Um, where, where's that love from dance come from? Let's, let's tell the listeners where that love of dance comes from. Um, I, I've always said that my love of dance comes from being me because like, I can't like, if anybody were to ask, how do you express being you? I would say through dancing because I can express myself and I can tell a story, whether I'm happy, I'm sad, I'm angry, I'm emotional. I can tell it through dancing and like people will understand. And also I love being different characters, like acting too, like in musical theater. Mm -hmm. I love acting different characters and being someone different for a change. Okay, so that was gonna lead me into my next question. I think you just answered it a little bit, but when it comes to solos, mm-hmm. so you have solos and you have group dances. Yes. And like and yeah. trios mm-hmm. and, and duets and stuff. When it comes to solos, I'm assuming your favorite is musical theater. Yes. Okay. When it comes to everything else, duets, trios, group mm-hmm. dances, large group dances, production, what's your favorite genre? I would have to say lyrical. I, I okay. mean, like... Not tap? Um, no, mom will be disappointed in me, but I, I do love tap. It's definitely on my top five list, but, um, I love lyrical because I love once again, like I said earlier, telling a story to people and I love, like, I just want to make people happy when they're down and I want, like, our lyrical dance is called Anything Worth Holding On To and it's talking about how... We, like, is there anything in this world that, like, we can still grasp and stuff? And, like, I want that to affect people in the audience and tell them that there is this 
thing that we can hold on to and you're still important in this life and don't take life for granted and stuff like that. How old are you again? 12. You're 12. Wow. Yeah. She is, uh, she's bringing a lot of knowledge to the podcast here. We, uh, we, uh, we, we, that was not the intention, but, uh, but Hester Grace is providing some in-depth knowledge for everyone about that lyrical dance and why she loves lyrical so much. So tell me this, Hester Grace. So you've had in, you know, a day at school, okay? Mm-hmm. Whether it's good, bad, indifferent, whatever, okay? Yeah. You get in the car, it's about a 20, 25 minute drive to dance. What happens when you walk in that door at Center Stage Dance Company? Well, I mean, like school has just been rough the whole entire year. I mean, I've struggled Mm -hmm. with it so much. And so as soon as I step into that door, all the things that I've been carrying on my back, all the scars and stuff, I just let go. I mean, they're like in the past, thrown away in the trash. Yeah. As soon as I step into that door and I try to focus on the good and when I'm dancing, it just like releases all of it. Like it feels like so much weight is coming off of me. And then like, it's just amazing when I step into that door. Okay. And who, who is it that, is it a, is it a teacher? Is it just the students? Is it a combination of people that have now become your family and friends? What is it? Is it just it's, everybody? Is yeah, it the culture everybody. of it's, Center Stage? Mm-hmm. It's it's everybody. I mean, everybody at Center Stage is amazing. Everybody supports each other. Everybody cares for each other. Everybody has a soft spot for each and every one, including the dance teachers. Um, the staff is amazing. The students, all my friends and family now, like, they're just all amazing and incredible, and I don't know where I would be without them. Yeah, and so when we, you know, we've been in North Carolina now for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, you did take dance at Center Stage before that. Yeah. Um, before we moved, but you also had a foundation laid for you. Yes. At Central Carolina Performing mm-hmm. Arts Center. So talk to me a little bit about that from moving from moving from a studio that you loved and grew up in to now having this studio in North Carolina. Talk to me a little bit about that. Well, I mean, like CC Pack was amazing and they're my family too. And I grew up there. I mean, I was there since I was little. I mean, I had my own like nursery room sort of in there. Yeah. And so it's really like, it's really had a, place in my heart and in, impacted on my life and my future and I've learned so many lessons from CC Pack and then Center Stage. Got it. Got it. But so you had a you had a really good foundation at CC Pack. Now you have this to build on at Center Stage. So that's uh that's incredible that you've had two different types of studios. One that was in our home original, you know, hometown, yeah. now one that's uh here in North Carolina for you as well. So um what is it, I'll, I'll ask this, okay? This is a question about the dance teachers, okay? Who's the toughest dance teacher that you have there? I would have to say Miss Sydney. Okay. I mean, I'm going to be honest, she's probably going to listen to this, but the first time I came there, I was scared of her. I mean, I was actually scared because... So she intimidated you? Yes, yeah. because the older girls would tell me, like, horror stories about her and stuff, <laughs> and tell... Right 
tell me that like she made us do 25 push-ups everybody every time it messed up and so it just intimidated me but she I understand now that I can trust her because she's doing what like whatever she's doing even if I do or don't agree with it I know that she's doing it for the best of us and I know that she's doing it for the best of the studio for the best of me Got it. for the best of my dance career um, my life I know I know that I can trust her okay all right that's wise coming from a uh, from a 12 year old so you are about to finish sixth grade mm-hmm. first year of middle school we know middle school can be crazy can be tough can be yeah. up and down good days bad days mm-hmm. everything in between um, talk to me about you know you have about six years of school left. You're right at the midway point. Yeah. Okay. What happens you next six years, you walk across that graduation stage, yeah. they give you a diploma, you shake some hands, take mm-hmm. some pictures. What does Hester Grace right now on May 28th, 2022, what does Hester Grace want to do when that happens? Well, I've been looking at colleges and NYC and I found this university called Pace. Mm-hmm. And, and NYC is just for people that New York City. New York City. Yes. Okay. So yep. it is um it's in um New York City and it's called Pace and I've looked like at the foundation and the dance and the acting and the singing and the modeling and like how I can build my career from there and it's just amazing. I mean, I've done so much research on it and that is definitely where I want to go. But also, I don't know yet because God's plan might change. I mean, yeah. my plans hopefully are to go to pace, but once again, God's plans are the ones that always come out in the end. So Yeah, so you have your plan, but mm-hmm. then you have what, you, what God yeah. has planned for you too. But yeah, that's I huge. Would, yeah, that's I would huge. definitely want to go there and then further my career and like go audition for really anything that's open. I mean, whether it's a commercial, a movie, on Broadway, I would love to be on Broadway. I mean, what it, what is it dream. that you like about, because I know we recently went to New York City yes. earlier this year, mm-hmm. and it was a short trip. Mm-hmm. What is it that you like about New York City? Like, what what excites you about it? What gets you, like, I, I can't wait to go back to New York City. What is it? Because I, I know what it is for me, yeah. but what is it for you? I don't know. I mean, the first, like, the first trip when I looked down from that plane and I saw all those, like, lights in the sky and all those tall skyscrapers, I mean, it was just my whole entire heart felt filled. And, I mean, anytime I think about it, like, it's just amazing because of how many, like, cultures and careers that people can have there and how many different people are there and different types of people are there and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and I just think it's an amazing place yeah the lights definitely are a big thing like one thing I like about it is you can be practically anywhere in that city like the like the 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 Mm -hmm. New York City and whatever type of food you want whatever ethnicity you want whether it's Italian whether Mm -hmm. it's French whether it's Korean whether it's Indian, whatever yeah. it is, Vietnamese, mm-hmm. or if you just want a huge slice of pizza, yeah, you know, or a hamburger or a street hot dog or whatever, yeah, you can get it within minutes. Yes, exactly. That is awesome. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. that is really cool. And and of course, you have all the plays and all the shows and all the things yeah. to do in the city. But the fact that you can do that 
Now, yeah, with traffic and stoplights and all the cars yeah. and everything, it might take you a while to get there. Mm -hmm. But I really, I really like New York City for that. Um, do I want to live there like you do? No chance. <laughs> No chance. But yeah. do I want to go and visit every now and then? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You'll so, definitely become visiting me. Well, yes, of course. If you go up there and that's what God has in store for you, we will definitely uh, be coming visiting that. So, um, all right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say if I'm gonna give you a few words, okay? okay? And I want you to just quick reaction, like how it came about, where it came from, and why it's fun for you or you enjoy it okay okay the first one friends the show oh the show yeah. um well it came from mom i mean uh i walked into the room one day and i heard one of the jokes that chandler says in the show i can't remember which one it was but it was like the funniest joke i've ever heard to me now i look back on it and it's really like not as funny as I thought it was, but it was right. really funny. And I was like, Mom, what show are you watching? And she's like, I'm watching this show called Friends. And she was like, when you're older, you can start watching it. And so now I've started to watch it, and I've just, like, fell in love with it because of how close those six friends are and, like, their lives in New York City, which yeah. I think is really cool, and yeah. how they struggle, and but they always come back to each other. I just think it's really cool. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna. The next word is going to be Harry Potter. Oh, Harry Potter. I mean, I once again I walked in on mom watching it in her bedroom, and I saw that Emma Watson was on it, and I've always loved Emma Watson, and she's always inspired me, and I was like, I want to watch that. So we started watching it. Well, we started reading the books. I was going to say, Mom yes. said, mm -hmm. what? Hold on, let's read, read the, the books, books yeah. first. Okay. So we started reading all the books, and then we might have cheated a little bit and started yeah. watching the first movie. But then we read all the books and watched the rest of the movies. And, I mean, it just, the way that the director put it on the screen just made you feel like you were in a whole different world, and you didn't have to worry about anything else. I mean, except for Lord Voldemort, but I mean, yeah. of course he's not real. So, I so mean, what you're what you're saying is, sorry to interrupt you there, but what you're mm -hmm. saying is, for those hour and a half, two hours that yeah. you're watching the movie, you're not really thinking mm -mm. about the outside world. No, I'm thinking that I'm in Hogwarts and reading a book with Hermione and Harry, and any time that I feel like I don't belong in this world, I can sort of go read those books and watch those movies and realize that I do matter in this world and in a fiction world, if that right. makes sense. Yeah, it does. And that's the same reason why I, like, yes, I'm very competitive. I want my, I, I want to do well. I want mm -hmm. my family to do well, friends to do well. Yeah. But also want the teams that I pull for to do well. Yeah. But that's why I get lost in sports. Yeah. It's because mm -hmm. there for a two, three hour time period, I'm worried about the game, not yeah. really thinking about what's going on outside. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, then I have to snap out of it yeah. kind of thing. So mm -hmm. the, where you get there with Harry Potter, I get there with sports. Yeah. You know? So um, what's the, this is just a kind of a, you know, in conclusion with Harry Potter. Okay. okay. Before we go to the next word. What's your favorite ride at Universal Studios for Harry Potter? Oh, Which definitely one? the Hogwarts, or not the Hogwarts ride, um, Hagrid's ride. The I motorbike. Mean, yes. Yeah. And so much fun, a thrill. I mean, yeah. 
you go up and then you like come right back down and you go into this like tunnel thing. I mean, it's just amazing how they did and it. And they drop you. Yes, and yeah. they drop you. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a thrill and you don't expect what's coming next. Right. So. Even yeah. though you've ridden it a couple times. Yeah, I have. Yeah. So no, uh, you know, we're not being paid or anything by Universal Studios or Harry Potter or Hagrid's Ride. But uh, if yeah. you haven't haven't been there in Orlando, Florida, you need to take a trip yes. because the 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 scenery looks just like the movies. The cities, the town, the butterbeer, the <laughs> rides are phenomenal. So yeah. if you haven't been and uh, you have some kids or even heck even adults, if you don't yeah. have any kids, spectacular place. Yeah, yeah you need to uh, need to go to Universal and participate in the Harry Potter experience. It is uh, phenomenal. So all right. Next word mm -hmm. is Stranger Things. Oh, okay. Talk well, to me about Stranger Things. So, I mean, I my friends at dance started watching it, and they were like, it's so good, and they started talking about it and started talking about how they want to dress up for Halloween, like 11, and I was like, okay, I mean, I might see this, and I saw the first episode, and I saw, like, how different it was than all, like, not like horror movies I and TV shows. I just say like scary TV shows and like, I don't know. As soon as I started watching the first episode in the first season, it just clicked. Like I was just in in it like I was in, in Harry Potter and Friends. I yeah. mean, it was the exact same feeling. Yeah. So I just started, I really liked it. So I just started watching it and watching it. And I mean, I just found something that I liked for it. Is there a, is there a character, like you mentioned Emma Watson earlier, mm -hmm. is there a character in Stranger Things? Yes, I, I've heard, like, I've heard of Millie Bobby Brown before, yeah. but I've never, like, really, like, found an interest on her, and I started watching the show, and I, like, loved it, yeah. and I, so I started doing, like, a little bit of research on Millie Bobby Brown, and I've learned, like, how much she's impacted people, and... Her, she has her own makeup brand. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, it's called Florence. Okay. Um, so, I've definitely she's definitely inspired me to, you know, like she's not only care for not me only too. act and yes, but mm -hmm. to also care for yeah. people and serve the community. Yes, and and give she's, back. She's definitely a carefree person, and so that sort of helped me, like, with my anxiety yeah. to know, like, that it's okay. And everything's okay, and just worry less and stuff like that. So, right. Yeah. <clears throat> so we have about seven minutes left here mm -hmm. talking. Okay. So we've talked about dance. We've talked about New York City. Mm -hmm. We've talked about uh, you know your type of dance that you like the most. We've yeah. talked about Harry Potter. We've talked about Stranger Things. Um, and those I know those are two of your favorite like movies and shows. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the word that you've brought up a little bit throughout this process, throughout this time together. Let's talk about the anxiety, yeah. okay? Mm -hmm. Because I feel, one, you talking about it may help you, but somebody that may listen to this, one of your friends that may listen to it, somebody from outside of our circle yeah. who may listen to it, mm -hmm. may be able to take something from what you say yeah. and how you get through it to help them in their process. So mm -hmm. let's kind of give back okay. in the next few minutes. So 
there are things that I'm anxious about. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Probably a lot different than what you're anxious about. Mm-hmm. I'm 38. You're 12. Mm-hmm. I have a career, a professional career. You go to school and have dance and have responsibilities for all those things. What, like, can you tell at this point, okay? Mm -hmm. And I know you are wise beyond your years, okay? Mm -hmm. But can you tell at this point, like, you know how sometimes when you feel like your body is getting sick or your body's telling you to slow down? Definitely. Okay? You can tell when you're starting to get there Mm -hmm. from an anxiety standpoint. What is that, like, oh, I, I need to... Like, ooh, I'm getting anxious or I'm, yeah. what, what is that thing? Is it like your heart starts beating a lot faster yeah. or what is so it? So it's, I definitely like have learned in the past because it's happened so many times in so many different ways. I mean, um, so when I start getting antsy and stuff, my heart will start beating really fast and I get this weird feeling in my stomach mm-hmm. and it's not like anything else. And okay. I know when that happens, I know it's my anxiety building up. And I need to just take a couple seconds and breathe and not focus on anybody else around me and focus just on my brain and try to calm myself down and help me. And one thing that does help me is I use my five senses. So I find one thing in the room and I just look at it and I name it. And I can smell one thing in the room and I name it and I can... I try to hear one thing in the room, and I try to feel one thing in the room. Okay. And it, by and the time taste I'm taste anything or no? Yes. Well, I mean, yeah. With the smell and the yes. taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But, and while, like, by the time I'm done with that, because I'm so focused on that, that my anxiety calms down, and I'm... Is it five different down. things? Yes, it's five different things. Okay, so mm-hmm. it's not like I'm looking at something, but I'm also trying to touch that. No. Okay, got it. Yeah, it's five okay. different things that okay. you want to find in the room. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a uh, that's really good advice. What um, you know, I know you've you've talked to several people, uh, you know, even listened to several people, read some books, articles, yeah. things like that about anxiety. What you know, and I'm I'm proud of you for one recognizing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Two, like I know there are going to be days when it's a lot worse than yeah. other days, and there might be days where you don't have it at all. Yeah, you know. Um, what would you, if you're telling somebody that may be older than you, your same age, maybe even younger than you that maybe listen to this in the future, Yeah. what would be besides those five things? And that, I, I think that's a pretty cool exercise, but what would you tell somebody about the anxiousness and the, the anxiety and the, you know, what it, how it can take over? What would you tell them about that? Well, I would tell them that it's always going to be there. It's never going to leave. I mean, it probably until you get older, it's never going to leave. It's always going to be by your side. It's always going to be that not like sort of curse sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but it's always going to be there. And so you have to find a way that you can control it and you can like, yeah, that you can control it and really... I mean, what has helped me also in the past is just praying. I yeah. mean, even even if you aren't a Christian, I mean, Jesus is there for you. And he knows, like, when you're going to have an anxiety attack or a panic attack and when what's going to happen in your future. Mm-hmm. And so you need to pray to him, and he will help you 
so much. I mean, that's the biggest thing that has helped me with my anxiety and my social anxiety and everything that has gone on in my life is right. Jesus. And right. he's solved all my problems, even when I didn't think he could. Yeah. He has. Just the power of prayer. Yes. And having a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That is tremendous. And the fact that you're saying that at 12 years old is just crazy. Um, so I got one more name for you. Okay. Okay. Before we, before we get there and it's Susie Roberts. So yeah. What about, what about that name? So we know who she is for our family, Mm -hmm. but tell the listeners what Susie Roberts means to you. Susie Roberts is one of my heroes because I mean, like, all those other celebrities are great and stuff, but uh, I know her, like, personally, and I've known what she's gone through, Mm -hmm. and I know how she's been such, how she's gotten through it, and how she's been such an, an expiring and dedicated and smart and sophisticated woman, and... Mm -hmm how much she's made an impact on ev- like all the kids' lives and all, all the adults' lives that she's met too and my life. Right. And I just I just think she's amazing. Do you see a little bit of yourself in her? Yeah, I do. Right. I've had definitely different conversations with her about how she went through anxiety too yeah. and how she controlled it. And um, I can definitely see that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we are rounding third, okay? Get a baseball get a baseball term in there. Yeah. All right, through all this dance and yeah. you know, all this conversation, but you have been tremendous today. You've been tremendous. Thank you. And I've really enjoyed having you on here and uh, being the the last member of the family to hop on the podcast cuz here in about, yeah. you know, 50 days or so, mm-hmm. we're going to be in the middle middle of summer, it's going to yeah. be hot. Me and Eli are going to start talking football. And we're going to start talking football a lot. So wanted to get all of you on here. So the last question I have for you, okay? Okay. It is, you get to go to this fancy dinner. Money is not an issue. Okay. All right? Mm -hmm. You, all right, get to bring three guests. Three? Three. So there's a table of four at this fancy restaurant. You can have whatever you want. You can drink whatever you want. You can have the biggest steak, the best steak, because I know you would order that. All right? Who are you inviting to that dinner? And there's no wrong answers here. It can be somebody in the that's you know no longer with us, mm-hmm. and it can be somebody that's still with us today. Um. Well, the first person I would definitely invite is is God. Okay. I I would definitely want to talk about all my mistakes and talk about how. I mean, just talk to him. That like that is. One of the things that I'm so looking forward to when I go to heaven. Yeah. I'm, it's, I can't even, it's, I, it's wordless. I mean, yeah. I can't even say it. So You're almost speechless right yeah, now I talking am. about it. Yeah, um, The second person. Yep. So God's number one. Who's number two? And remember, there's no wrong answers. I'm not going to get upset or anything. Like, if you don't say me, because um, I, I know you would want me there, but I'm. But yeah, I know you're not going to say my name. <laughs> I know um, we have that type of relationship. Yeah. So. I would definitely be 
probably Jeremy Jordan from Broadway on okay. Newsies. He was on Newsies. He was Jack Kelly on Newsies. Okay. Um, I would definitely want, once again, I mean, I would just have want to have a conversation with all these people. Um, but I would want to have a conversation about the audition process for Broadway and how far he's come and how many times he's heard no. And it would just be amazing to talk to him. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And then who's the last person? So God, and what was his name? Jeremy? Jeremy Jordan. Jeremy Jordan. Mm-hmm. Got it. Is he any kin to Michael Jordan by chance? <laughs> no. no. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> when, oh, oh, important question mm-hmm. here. When did he, what age was he when he got on Broadway? Do you know? Uh, was he young? I think he was in his early 20s. Okay. Okay. When he, when he played Jack Kelly, he was 2012. So I think he was like 23 or 21. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Who's your last guest at dinner? I don't know, honestly. I mean, um, I know there's probably a lot of people vying for that yeah. position. Who would you Who would you choose? You got to choose one person. You can't. We can't end the podcast without the fourth the fourth person. Uh, probably Misty Copeland because okay. Um, I I want I love ballet so much. I mean, yeah. it's I just love being it because I feel like. A princess, sort of, when yeah. I'm dancing ballet. So yeah. it would just be amazing to talk to her about ballet. And, I mean, her dancing is gorgeous. And mm-hmm. so she definitely inspires me. She's one of the many people that inspire me in this world. And so, yeah, I think that would be cool if she was there. Okay, so Misty Copeland, Jeremy Jordan, and God mm-hmm. at your dinner table. No limit on time. No limit on money. Yeah. Just sit and chat Mm -hmm. and eat and enjoy some delicious food in New York City probably. Yeah. (laughs) You would probably have to put a limit on the food though because I would order a lot of steaks. Oh, I know you would. I know you would. So, all right, folks, that is our family's dancing queen. The one and only Hester Grace Covington has joined us today and uh, we have talked about a lot and uh, we hope you have enjoyed the journey and uh, we appreciate you listening. Um, And if you would hit that like and that share button and comment button so that we can get out there to uh, to many as many folks as possible. And, um, you know, very important conversation that we had today, not only about dance and about the things that Hester Grace likes, but about anxiety, too. So Mm -hmm. if there's anybody out there that's dealing with that, this 12 year old here has a uh, pretty good, pretty good take on it. And we appreciate you sharing that with us um, here on the Sun Knows Best podcast. So. Uh, the dancing queen is, um, you know, she came in, took over the Sun Knows Best podcast, and I think she has one more thing to say. Uh, I just wanted to say that God loves each and every one of you, and you are important in this world, and don't ever take that for granted. And I love all of y'all, so yeah. I can't say it any better, folks. Episode three is done. We appreciate you listening. Have a good time and we will see you next time.